Hello, and welcome to the Mother's Day edition of Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church podcast, Faith in the Word. Today is a special day. We have our very own Minister Stella Holloway bringing forth the word. Her message is entitled, The King's Daughter. Listen, enjoy, and as always, God bless. And young girls, and we're going to be learning that we're about who we are in Christ. And that's women in Christ and young girls in Christ. And the series is going to be called The King's Daughter. Amen. So we're, going, we're, we're, we're the daughters of the king. Amen. So we're going to learn more about what we need to do, how to operate in the kingdom of God. Amen. And uh, this session, we're going to talk about women and courtship. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to talk about women in courtship. Thank you, Jesus. Women and courtship. We'll wait on Sister BJ there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, um, we're going to, I'm going to teach some things tonight about dating or dating again. You know, some of us have dated before and uh, have gotten out of a marriage or been through a divorce and they need to know about dating again or you could be married and you never did learn how to date. Amen. So dating or dating again. Amen. Now, uh, when you get home, I want you to read the book of Esther. And that's your assignment for tonight, for next Wednesday. Read the book of Esther. Amen. Because Queen Esther. Amen. I want you to read that. That's your homework. I'm giving it to you before I give you the message. Amen. Now. Many women who are dating looking for God to provide a man quickly. Huh? Some women are looking for God to bring them a man quickly. How many know that God does, he can do a quick thing now, but God does not rush things. Amen? He doesn't have you hurry up into a relationship. Amen? He doesn't have the little young girls having boyfriends. Amen? That's rushing it. Amen? How many knows that God does not do that? God wants you to do the thing right. Now, all of us usually have our list of what we believe in God for when it comes to a man. Okay? Now, what, I, what I'm going to teach tonight, I want you to take this in consideration that you have to have yourself in an area first with God. God being number one in your life first. You have to have that going in your life in order for you to go by this checklist. Amen? Always have God in your life first. Amen? That's the number one thing. Amen? Yes. All right. Now, you got God in your life first, 
or if you haven't got them in your life first, then you need to get them in your life first. Amen. So after that, here's the checklist. Are you ready? Checklist number one. Is he saved? First of all, you want you should already be with saved women, but you, you need to apply this, this checklist with yourself first before you can have this checklist for a man in your life. Amen? If he saved is number one. Is 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 make sure that when you're you, a, a gentleman comes to you, make sure these are the things, the things that are on your checklist. Make sure that he is walking and talking in these things. Amen. Is he saved? Oh, if he's not saved, you need to get him saved. Amen. And then after he's saved, don't rush it. Amen. Still take your time. Now let's go to Romans 10, 9 and 10. And this is the scripture I want you to take to him if he's not saved. Amen. Now if he is saved, i tell you the other things to look for. Amen. But first of all, you ask, your checklist number one, the first thing on your checklist, is he saved? And if he's not saved, take him to Romans 10, 9 and 10. Or if he is saved, you have that right and the scriptures to back it up to ask that question, are you saved? And Romans 10, 9 and 10 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, talking about the Lord Jesus, thou shalt be saved. He said, now with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So that's what you want to present to him. And you have the scripture to back it up. If you're not saved, young man, then you need to get saved. Amen? Hallelujah. Checklist number two. Now, um, let me add a little bit more to check number one on the checklist. Amen? You know, when you ask someone, are they saved? In other words, explain to them, do you have a relationship with God? Being saved, someone can easily say that they're saved and they have a mental assent about it. But what you need to ask him, do you have a relationship with God? And then if they come up with the question, what are you talking about? Then he doesn't know about salvation. Amen? The right kind of salvation. Paul left no doubt about this requirement when he was advising members of the Corinth church. Amen? Do not be, he is saying, do not be, Paul is saying to the Corinthian church, be not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. In other words, do not make mismated alliances with them or come under a different yoke with them, inconsistent with your faith. Amen? For what partnership have right living and right standing with God with iniquity and lawlessness? In other words, how can light have fellowship with darkness? And let's go to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians 6.14. Let's turn there. 2 Corinthians 6.14. Second Corinthians six fourteen. Are you there? Say amen. amen. It says, "Be ye not un 
with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion has light with darkness? Amen. It says, and what concord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement has the temple got with idols? For you are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my what? People. In other words, you need to ask him, do you have a relationship with God? Now, and to add to this number one again, if the man you are dating is saved, does he care what God thinks about his behavior? Yes. Does he care if he takes the Lord's name in vain? Yes. Amen. Or if he sees a movie God wouldn't approve of? Amen. So what you need to do in this, uh, number one, is he saved? Is he also, does he have these type of characteristics? In other words, if the man you are dating is saved, does he care what God thinks about his behavior? Yes, he does. You need to know if your man is right with God. And also you need to know again, I'm repeating it, does he care if he takes the Lord's name in vain? You don't want a man that he says from God and then all of a sudden he splurts the GD word or taking God's name in vain in another way. You don't want that kind of man. These are the type of things you look for out of a man. Or if he sees a, a movie that's not approved of God. These are the type of considerations you want to take. First, you want to take in consideration, do I watch these kind of movies? Do I take the name of the Lord in vain? His name in vain. Do I? Do I do these things first? Amen? And then once you have yourself together, then you can and put the, make this checklist for your husband or your man-to-be. Amen? Now, and then, oh, just to add in there, is he accountable to God and spiritual authority? That's what you also have on your list. Is he accountable? And young girls, this is what you look for when you get older. Is your man accountable? to God and spiritual authority. You need to find these things out because once you find these things out, you can just mark off your checklist. It's covered. Amen? Now, you can do those type of things or you can turn around and be like this. Here's a scenario. Uh, you All of a sudden, you see this big, tall, dark, handsome young man, and then I, and he's very nice looking, he was athletic, and he plays football, and his ego is huge. In fact, his ego is so large that my personality became who he was, amen? You do not want that. You don't want a man like that. Looks is not everything. Amen? And, okay, you, you saw how I represented that type of man. And then versus, here's, here's, here's a man where God's first in his life. And then you are second in his life. Amen? 
You meet a man, and he makes God first in his life, and then that same man that you met, he puts you second. Do you have a problem with that? Do you have a problem with that, Sister BJ? If your man put God first, and then you, he puts you second, do you have a problem with that? That means that, hey, what if he says, well, baby, I got to go to church. I don't know about you, but I got to go to church. And then you have a problem with him saying that he got to go to church, and then you stay home? It's something wrong with that picture. Amen? God is saying here, we got to get ourselves together as women and do make sure we are, are correct on, these, on this checklist before we can get a man and say that he is approved because of this checklist. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, let's look at number two. Does he want to be married? These are the things you look for out of a man. If you want to be married and then he doesn't want to be married, give that guy up. Give him up. Don't hang on to him. Let him go. Amen? Find somebody who does want to get married. Amen? You don't have to find them. Let the man come to you. You aren't going to change this man. Don't think that you can get a man. Listen now. Don't think that you can get a man and he doesn't want to be married at the time, but later, but you're going to hang on to him and think later he's going to change his mind. Don't think you're going to change his mind. You are not going to change his mind. If he says he doesn't want to get married, don't try to change his mind. You let him go and then you go after your, you, you walk by what your checklist says. Amen? Your checklist says you want a man that wants to be married. Amen? Ask yourself also, is he pursuing me or am I pursuing him? You may be thinking, if I don't call this guy, he won't call me. You don't know how shy he is, Lord. Don't do God's work. Okay? Don't do God's work. Don't pursue after him. Let this man recognize you as a what? Pearl. You are a pearl. Or ask God to send somebody who does think of you as a pearl. Okay? Now, if you find somebody who don't think that way, let go of them. Don't be so, so work so hard in trying to keep somebody like that. Amen? And I know uh, I've experienced this in time past. I know my daughter has also. Hey, you are a pearl to your man right now. Amen? Praise God. And, and you don't want those kind of men who don't think that about you. Okay? Finding a mate is the most important thing in our lives. Amen? We probably need to ask the Lord where, whether we are in adultery. Amen? Because if you are putting so much time into trying to find a man for your life, what are you doing? You're putting that before God. And God doesn't want you to put him before him, God himself. Amen? God is a jealous God. God wants you to put God first. Amen? And then after you put God first, hey, God's going to find that man for you. Amen? 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Now, let's go to Habakkuk 2 and 3. Habakkuk, Habakkuk 2 and 3. Amen. Habakkuk 2 and 3. When you get there, say amen. Now, you can find you a wonderful husband. How can you find you a wonderful husband? When you keep your, keep your eyes on Christ. Amen. Christ will bring you that wonderful husband. It says, when you keep your eyes on Christ, Habakkuk 2 and 3 says, this is what happens. For the vision is yet for a pointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it. Amen? God wants us to wait for our husband. Amen? Because it will surely come. When we think of, a, of the single women, we think what? Loneliness. Amen? I used to think that about myself when I was single. I thought about being alone. Amen? But a single woman who is committed to Christ is never alone. She has made a covenant with God. And he promises never to leave her or forsake her. Amen? She is committed to develop the talents and gifts God has provided for her to minister to those that the Lord brings her way. This is what a single woman does. Amen. So her life is never lonely. Amen. Because she has a covenant with God. She's never alone. God is always with her. Amen. And he will never forsake her. Praise God. Her single state may be for a season or for a lifetime. But either way, her love for God allows her the strength needed to maintain a pure heart, mind, and body. Ooh, that's awesome. What do we look for in a mate? Okay? Now, I done gave you checklist on your checklist, number one. All right? I done given you number two. Number one is, is he saved? Number two, does he want to be married? Amen? And number three is, does he have goals and visions, both in the workplace and in the ministry? Does he have goals and visions, both in the workplace and in ministry? Can he provide for you, you ask yourself. Amen? Does he keep a job? Does he have a ministry in the church or desire to help other people? Number three. Amen? That was number three. So you need to ask yourself, does he have any type of goals? You don't need a man that's just going to sit around and lay around and not want to do anything. Amen? But you want to have a man who has goals and visions, both in the workplace and in the ministry. Does he like helping others? That is a good sign that you got a good man. Amen? Not to the point where he's helping others, other women only, and then you find him not available for you at all. No, wrong kind of man. A man who you know that is saved, 
that wants to be married and does he has goals and visions both in the workplace and in the ministry you know so far he you have checked everything off your list up until number four now number four I'm going to ask you this does he support your goals and visions you as a female you have goals and visions also amen that's why I went to the scripture and Paul was telling us Corinth church do not get anyone that is unequally yoked with you don't get someone who is totally the opposite of you amen you're a, you're, you're a Christian. He's not. Don't get somebody who's totally opposite. Get someone who loves the Lord, who is, who is born again, and he has a relationship with God. Number four, does he support your goals and vision? Is very important. If you are in ministry, is he insecure about it? By you being in ministry, is he insecure about that? If he is, you need to get rid of him. If you are in a music ministry or you are a cell leader or a Bible study leader, does he respect the time you spend doing this? Make sure he is comfortable with your goals, your visions, and your success in life. Don't ever reinvent yourself for a man only for God. Your mate must love you for who you are in Christ. He should totally support you in the work and in your spiritual ministry. Amen? That is number four. Does he support your goals and visions? Number five. What is his relationship with his mother and his family? Amen? How does he treat his mom? Does he visit her? Does he call her? Does he speak highly of her? If he treats his mom poorly, you may also, he may also treat you poorly or badly. Amen? How does he treat his family? That's how he may someday treat you and your children. However he treats his family, his mom and his family, amen, that's how he may someday treat you and your children. So if he's a, 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 a born-again Christian, he has a relationship of, him, of his own life, amen, then what his relationship with his mom and his family should be together also, amen, because so far you are checking off the list and the list you have the right man. Amen? Number six. What about his commitments? Does he keep his word? If he says he's going to do something, does he do it? If he breaks his bond to someone you know, he might also break his commitment to you. Does he change jobs often or blame others for the mistakes he makes? Does he do that? Then you, if he does that, you need to scratch it off your list, amen? That's something that he does not do. But if he does, so far, everything's good, amen? Don't think of these warning signs or little, personal, or little personality quirks that you can change. Chances are you can't change them, amen? And if you can, you'll probably go through a lot of hardship before that happens. 
Some people are too quick to settle into a relationship. Amen? So take your time. Number seven is the last one. Who are his friends? You want to you wanna ask yourself, who are his friends? If you dislike his friends because they curse or go out drinking, you need to realize that's probably the way he acts when he is with them. Amen? Remember that when you are dating, he is probably on his best behavior. Of course he's going to do his best. Amen? But I like to put it this way. Anybody can act nice for three to four hours on a date. The real man is at home, locked in a cage. <laughs> All right? So you need to really know if he's if he drinks, if you like his friends, that's a no-no. If he, if he drinks and he has friends that curse and go out drinking like he likes to, that's a no-no. Amen? So we don't want a man that drinks and your friends that he hang with you do not like. You don't want a man like that. Amen? Okay, I like to put it this way, and, I, and I'm going to end it after this. Amen? But I'm going to use a comparison of shopping for a mate, amen, and shopping for clothes. This is the comparison, okay? How you shop for a mate, I want you to look at it like this, is how you shop for clothes, amen? If it doesn't fit, don't buy it. And how many of us women and young girls have gone into a dressing room to try on a dress that we adore and had to tuck the material to get in to fit without wrinkling or bunching it up. How many times have we went into the dressing room to try something on and you love this dress, it's the right color, it's the right style, and you want it. You go into the fitting room, you try the dress on, and you're trying to tuck and fit this dress, and it's all bunched up, all up here, and you gotta, it's hard for you to pull it down over your behind, and, and it's just, you're just having a time with that dress. And then once you get that dress on and down, it's tight, it's snug, but you love the color, you love the style of the dress, but it's not fitting you right. And it's exactly what you're looking for, that dress. Amen? But it's what? It's too small. How many times have we did that, ladies? That the dress is too little. Oh, okay. And look at this. My advice is if it doesn't fit, don't buy it. Because this is the scripture that you know. My God shall supply all of my needs. Amen? So if that man is not right, hasn't followed the checklist, hasn't abide by the checklist, 
If it don't fit, don't buy it. Let him go. He's not right for you. Amen? And like I said, my God should supply all my needs. When I need or want a man, God will give me somebody who wants Christ, who is saved, have a relationship, amen, who fits this checklist, God will bring someone to me, amen. He will bring you the desire of your heart if your first desire is for God, amen. Did you all enjoy that? Thank you, Jesus. So next week, I will still be talking about being the king's daughter. The things that we need to do as being the king's daughter. Amen? So we want to stay qualified in being the king's daughter. There's things that we have to change in our life. Amen? And the things that we change, we're becoming the king's daughter. It's from bad to good. We have to renew our mind. And how do we renew our mind? Through and by the word of God. We have to change our ways in order for our man to be the right or correct man for our lives. Amen? So God is teaching us how to be the king's daughter. Amen. What a special Mother's Day message. If you would like to sow a seed and be a blessing to Sister Holloway, feel free to cash app. Her cash app name is dollar sign, capitals S, T-E-L-L-A-W, capital H, O-L-L-A-W-A-Y, Stella W. Holloway. And as always, thanks for listening and God bless.